The World Cup, it's all happening. And then last night or this morning, we woke up to the news about uh, Glenn Maxwell suffering concussion, falling off the back of a golf cart. And that means he's out against England on the weekend. Uh, SEN cricket expert and commentator Bryce McGain joins us. G'day, Bryce. G'day, Jules. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a bit disappointing for Glenn Maxwell, <laughs> but we've all been idiots, haven't we? We don't grow up our skies, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, seriously, if it was going to happen to anyone in Australian cricket, it would be Glenn Maxwell, wouldn't it, this sort of thing? Exactly, yeah. He seems to be the player who uh, finds the, the worst luck going around, particularly with injury of recent times. So, look, it, it is... I'm making light of it, but, uh, you know, and I know that the Australian public are a bit frustrated and thinking, well, you know, he's a professional sportsman. He shouldn't be doing that. I think part of the success of uh, sports people is that their ability to switch off yeah. and go and be normal and um, go and do things. And, and, you know, he's a playful guy. He is that way. I know that will frustrate a lot of people and go, yeah, but this is a World Cup. You should be sitting in your hotel room doing oh. nothing. But, you know, part of the performance is uh, enabling them to go out and have a little bit of fun. And we've probably all hopped on the back of a golf cart at some point. And uh, who would have thought um, he'd be falling off it and uh, suffering concussion. But uh, it is a blow for Australia on the serious note. Um, he's coming to some form. He's dangerous. And when the opposition see him coming in at number six or number seven, it means danger. And he's been able to execute that a few times this World Cup, and he's an important part to our success. Uh, Jared Waitley this morning is a little bit concerned with the way this, not so much the Australian team, but maybe the maybe the Australian fans are approaching this game with England. Now there's been a little bit of fun poked at England from. Paddy Cummins to a degree and Marnus Labuschagne when he was asked about baseball being introduced to the Collins Dictionary. How dangerous is this game? I know they're out of form, but they've still got some very good players and, uh, you, you know, anything could happen in one-day cricket. Jules, beware the wounded lion. Mm. I think that's important, um, Australia. And they're not going to be blindsided by this. They're going to go in with eyes wide open. England have been right off their tucker and they haven't played great cricket at all. Uh, that they are low on confidence. And um, Nasser Hussain has just uh, shared that, you know, there's some real insights into their dressing room, how there is a lot of unrest there and maybe some segmentation. Um, so the team isn't getting along. It's a, there's a lot of disharmony there. But all it takes is for someone to go out there. And uh, our nemesis often has been Ben Stokes, who just goes out and just laps it up against Australia. So... Um, we need to be wary. They're still really good, capable players in that lineup. They just haven't been able to perform collectively. So we, we do need to go in. Um, I think it'll be a good relief to get over England um, because it is a, a, a real banana peel for us. What do they do with the team with Glenn Maxwell out? Well, I've got options with Stoinis. He is available. Uh, what I'm hearing out, out of uh, India is that he is available now. So he... he I would suggest, would come back into that power-hitting role. And he's our only real option uh, that, that can emulate what uh, Maxi can do. They both performed and, and put a good finish on a, on a game a few, ga- a few uh, a week or so ago, uh, is the best way to put it. But uh, he's had, got some good touch. He's had a bit of a niggle hamstring, so he'll, he'll be right to come back in. So I think that's the change they'll make. Cam Green is also there. Uh, he, he's more than capable, um, but I think Stoinis, with that power hitting and experience, I, I think they'll err it that way. Quentin de Kock is having an amazing World oh. Cup, four centuries already, 31 years of age, and he's going to be lost to international cricket. He's going to be a gun-for-hire franchise player. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, 
I guess he's going to be in demand. No doubt. Great platform. (laughs) I feel that he's going to have uh, some pockets that are going to be filled by every franchise around the world. He'll be a man in demand. Uh, He has been absolutely superb. And he's opening the batting for South Africa. But you you would be forgiven to think his, his performances have been around thrashing the ball all over the place. It's absolutely not that. It's around just being calm, precision. He hasn't hit the most sixes. He's hit a lot of boundaries uh, because he just hits the ball in the gap. He finds the gaps uh, often. He's just applying good cricket shots with some good aggression at the right time. Um, And uh, he's giving South Africa a real good crack at this World Cup. They look like a serious player. Um, we know that they can they can stumble in the big moments, but at the moment, six and one on top of the table, um, they really do look the goods. And, uh, you know, they're getting onto a nice run of form as well, four in a row now. But uh, it is led by Quinton de Kock. And I think the rest of the team grow in confidence because they can come in behind him or bat with him at different times. Markham's one of those guys, 103.50s as well. So... Um, you know, they've got this plethora of players that are in tremendous form at the moment. What were your expectations for South Africa going into the tournament? Uh, I thought Australia warmed them up really well. Yes. Um, they, <laughs> when we went over there, uh, uh, we, we knocked them off early and then they really got some momentum and some confidence. So they are different conditions, India. But what we're seeing, as in, I was expecting the wickets to maybe be a bit slower and things like that. Maybe the the wicket that we came across uh, Australia v India early on in the tournament, which uh, which did certainly favour the spin bowling, which is not necessarily our strength with the bat or ball in hand. Um, having said that, Zamp is going pretty well, but uh, the wickets have been pretty flat and they've been pretty true, and that sort of played into South Africa's hands uh, and their ability to, to to work their way through that. Um, I probably didn't anticipate them to be quite so high up, but they're knocking off the better teams. New Zealand was a real test for them, and uh, New Zealand have just lost their mojo, Mm. dropping the last three. But uh, it was a test, and New Zealand had been playing some good cricket. Um, They're just finding they're going a bit tough at the moment. Now, we're speaking to Bryce McGain, SEN cricket expert and commentator. You're a shrewd cricket mind, Bryce. And uh, according to our uh, spies here on the 40 Wings Temper, did you take a fifer on the weekend? Someone said, well done to Bryce on getting a fifer against my Baxter mates, Cam, Luke and Todd on the weekend, says Rod in Ormond. Yeah, look, uh, it, I, I did. I'm still enjoying a game of cricket and uh, it's, it's pure fun at the moment playing for Mornington. And that's where I started, Jules. I started my cricket down there as a 10-year-old. So it's nearly coming full circle. It's a bookend at the start and then one at the end as well. And I'm really enjoying uh the young group of guys there, plus uh, me being the, the old veteran, just uh, dawdling around. But, uh, look, I'm really enjoying it. It's a whole lot of fun, and that helps uh, you perform well if you are enjoying yourself. So um, it, it's been a terrific return back to Mornington. I've, I've really loved it. Ah, nice of Rod McGain to text us in. Now, uh, given you're a shrewd <laughs> cricket mind, now, now tell me this. South Africa batting first before last night in this tournament, 428, 311, 399, and 382. They've batted second twice. Skittled by the Netherlands for 207, and they made nine for 271 v Pakistan, one by wicket. So why, if New Zealand win the toss last night, do they send South Africa in? Yeah, they're thinking about uh, the, the dew and the conditions and so forth. Uh, they want to bat in those types of conditions. But South Africa, it is their formula, isn't it? Batting first, big score on the board, and then just apply a lot of pressure, and that's enough to get wickets. It hasn't necessarily been bowling of um, in 
it's capable bowling. It's good bowling. It's world-class bowling. I'm not denying that. But it's not around phenomenal deliveries. They're not bowling the ball of the century, you know, five times an innings to get the opposition out. They're doing it with the pressure of scoreboard pressure. And we understand that as uh, as club cricketers. We understand what a difference that makes. Get any runs on the board and then you have to chase them. And they're a good steady attack that can put pressure on. And that's how they've gone about it. That's been their formula. Um, chasing, it's another story. Uh and, and other teams have got the better of them. As, as you say, they've got over the line of Pakistan in a real tight one. But uh, look, it is often um, seen as uh, very difficult to bowl in those sort of wet conditions at night. And if you anticipate that, like New Zealand did, um, that they, they thought that it was the best option for them to win the game. Um, it looks like it does play into South Africa's hands. I'm sure many teams now at this pointy end will be looking into that. And, uh, you know, it, it depends on how, you know, Australia are, are every chance to come across them in a semi-final, the way it's looking. So, um, you know, maybe they'll look to apply that strategy and get them to chase. Just finally, before I let you go, India, Sri Lanka tonight, a win for India takes them back to the top of the table. Can anyone beat them in their own conditions in this form, do you think? I think it's possible. Uh but they look to have all bases covered with the highest <laughs> standard of players. Uh, Ravi Ashwin's been missing out on games as well, and he's one of the best spinners in the world. So it, it just goes to show they've got depth in positions as well. Uh, right at the very top, Rohit Sharma has been absolutely outstanding, and his captaincy has been really good as well. They love playing for him, and he loves going out the front and just belting the ball all over the park. And that immediately gets the momentum of the crowd their way. And it's very hard for teams. It's suffocating. It is so You can't hear yourself think. You can't even concentrate on what's going on. And I think that's playing into India's hands. The, the crowd right behind them makes it very difficult for the opposition. I, I think they can get beaten. I, I don't think it's all their own way. And the travel may take its toll about now. They've had, they will have had to have played nine games in nine different venues. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, so they may slip up. They don't need to win every game of this this part. The, the, I guess the home and away, the round robin series to win the title. Um, but they're certainly um, red hot favourites. So I, I certainly support that. But you know, I think Australia you know, on their day can knock them off. And Rod's just text back saying, "I'm not a relation to Bryce. I just played with a few of his ex Pran teammates. So there you go. Uh, so well done, <laughs> Bryce. Hope you got another Fifer in you this weekend." Yeah, let's hope so. Um, looking forward to it. But uh, more importantly, I'm looking forward to Australia um, really getting some momentum now, um, despite Maxwell missing out. But uh, stick with the Aussies. They're going to be a good show for this World Cup. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to speak uh, with Bryce McGain, uh, expert eye, and uh, still bowling very nicely uh, for Mornington.